What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. This is Make it M.I.P. Mark Thompson. Get woke. Folks, our special Thursday guest is always for Thursday Coast. We've not talked to since last year. Whoa. It's been Happy that New long. Year. Happy New Year. Marcos Melitsis founder of the largest online progressive community daily coast founder of civics with a q and the host of the brief wherever you get your podcasts hope you and yours had a wonderful holiday season marcos it was great absolutely yeah so i i guess what's heavily on tap for us to discuss i know people want to know what you think about biden's speech in atlanta whether or not it makes any difference um, many people I've talked to are saying, you know, it's, I mean, it's okay, but it's not doesn't really do anything. Um, you know, Democrats have basically Chuck Schumer set a deadline on Martin Luther King Day. If that doesn't happen, uh, passing any of these voting rights bills, we're we're in bad shape. Yeah, it's hard to blame Biden for Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema being utter a holes. I mean, it's. There is a limit to his ability to convince him, particularly Manchin, a state that Trump won by 40 points. It's not like Joe Biden can go to West Virginia and rally popular support. I mean, it's a heavily Trump state that Joe Manchin represents. And Kirsten Cinema is is just I don't know what what I can say about her, but but um, <laughs> she's certainly not representing her state and we're going to deal with that in 2024, but we're stuck with her until 2024. So um, Biden is doing, I think the best he can do, which is sort of lay down the rhetorical rationale for, for this. And, and I think Jim Crow 2.0, right? He, he said it, Mm -hmm. Republicans are freaking out. They're utterly freaking out, which just shows you how effective a rhetorical twist that is and it's mind-boggling that it's not used more more by by democrats but he he used that term and he's laying a historical marker and and the best at this point that that he can do is that mansion mansion decides that it's his bill remember the 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 voting rights bill was written by joe mansion 
right. and it's actually pretty good, which isn't a given when we're ta- when we're talking about Joe Manchin, right? But it's right. actually right. pretty good. So the argument has been basically, you know, if you want your bill, which was a compromise bill, doesn't have everything Democrats wanted, then you got to change the rules to make it happen. Will Joe Manchin agree to that? Right now, he says he won't. Kirsten Cinema says she won't. I think if Manchin caves on this issue, or let's be let's be kind and not not if he evolves on the issue, I don't I don't see Kirsten Cinema sitting out on a on a limb by herself. Um, so really, it comes down to Joe Manchin. Will he do it? And there's only so much that Joe Biden can do to make that happen. So I, I don't think it's fair to put it on Biden himself. Uh, Biden's in a pretty rough spot. Clearly, he's been he's been negotiating with Manchin. He's been pressuring Manchin behind the scenes. He's doing what he can. And if he makes it happen, then, then fantastic. But I, I don't, I mean, the blame is, I mean, it has to fall where it has to fall, which is on, on Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinemine. And it's frustrating because I know people will be like, oh, the Democrats aren't doing this or that. Right. And you have it now, you have a party where 99.9% of Democrats are doing, trying to do the right thing. And it's being stymied by two, two pseudo Democrats. And it's, it's damaging the whole party. It's damaging our democracy, mm-hmm. damaging our country. And it's frustrating. And and from a PR standpoint, it's going to land on the Democrats, right? Why didn't Joe Biden force this to happen? It's only so much you can do. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, he's doing what he can. And maybe he pulls this thing off. But if he doesn't, it won't be from lack of trying. I, I think that's clear. So I think that you're right. But I think that you know, a lot of times people in our position, because we're so close to it and we're involved in it every day, we have um, a lens that, you know, is is very much tied to, um, I mean, the, the Beltway, we, we know this. However, to the average voter, and I think this is the problem Joe Biden and Democrats have. Uh, and that's why, you know, maybe there really is nothing Biden can do. He may just have to end up saying that because what people who voted in 2020 to put the Democrats in power, no one can really understand how Joe Manchin has more power than Joe Biden. Um, they just the average voter, the average person on the street just doesn't just doesn't get that. So I'm saying all that to say from everybody I've talked to, this is this is this is going to be a serious problem. Democrats are in serious trouble. Um, Now, there's some who aren't convinced that Joe Biden is doing everything that he can do. Now, if you waterboarded me, I can tell you what else he could other than, you know, go to the LBJ play playbook. And LBJ probably did some things that were very unorthodox. Um, but even in, in, in this day and age, I don't even know if that would work because you, I know in LBJ's case, what we know is that he could leverage, uh, programs and resources going into States against the senators. Joe Manchin done, won't do anything for West Virginia. 
So it's not even like it's not even like we can say, well, if you don't do this, you your constituents will get. He don't care about the constituents in in West Virginia. Um, so in that vein, and this is where, I, as usual, I'll ask you to talk me off the ledge. Some of us, some people you and I know. I won't mention any names. Some people, very prominent folks. Some of us were just on the phone last night just talking. How is this a viable democracy? If you can't protect voting rights and if one person in the same party as a White House can prevent that protection. I mean, just just looking at it black and white, where, where is the. You know, and, and I'm, what do we do with that? Where is the democracy in that? More MIP after this message. I mean, our democracy is flawed in so many ways. I mean, you have a Senate already that even if you had majority rule, would be heavily skewed towards small rural white right. states, inevitably. Right. I mean, the Dakotas and Nebraska have six senators and they don't even have the population of the San Francisco metro area, right? I mean, it's, it's, it's an yeah. absolute joke of a chamber. On top of that, you're gonna add a 60% threshold when it already yeah heavily skews, it's not a democratic chamber. So another thing is, and, and there was polling on this years ago, I should go dig it up again, because it was, it was fascinating. People don't understand the filibuster. We understand the filibuster because we talk about it and complain about it. Right. Normal Americans don't know what a filibuster is because it's so freaking stupid that they can't <laughs> even fathom why something that right. stupid would exist. It, it's like fake news. Like, what do, you, what do you mean you need 60 votes? So they see Democrats have control of the Senate, and then they also see the Senate doesn't pass Build Back Better, Voting Rights, DC right. Statehood, down the list. And so it's, it has to be on the Democrats. And that's why from 20 years ago, so this year, Daily Coast will turn 20 years old, Unbelievably, I can't even believe it. It's a generation old. From the very beginning, I was anti-filibuster. In Daily Coast, as an organization, it was anti-filibuster. And Harry Reid has lied in state in the Capitol. I think right now he's still lying in state in the Capitol. We lobbied Harry Reid to eliminate the filibuster for Supreme Court nominations. And he called me the day he finally agreed. At the time... Um, Fox News was going to do a Democratic uh, primary debate in Nevada. Uh, this was mm -hmm. 2004, I think. And we got that canceled because it was Fox News, you know, Daily Coast activism. And he called me and he said, the filibuster's off. And he hung up. <laughs> That's my Harry Reid story. <laughs> He's like, you won. The filibuster's off for the Supreme Court. And he hung up. And um, <laughs> so from the very beginning, even when liberal groups argued vociferously against eliminating the filibuster because it was seen as the vanguard against anti-abortion legislation and the vanguard against anti-environmental legislation. So a lot of interest groups, it was easier to fight for the filibuster and make sure Republicans didn't do anything than to actually try to win the chamber. I have always been pro democracy. If the Republicans in a fair fight win the Senate, they should absolutely have the right to pass the legislation they want to pass. 
they won the Senate. Same thing with the, with the Democrats. They've been utterly consistent right. all along. So it is anti-democracy, and I don't think people understand it. And it's easy for the other party to gum up the works and then blame the majority party in the Senate and say, see, they're do-nothing. They didn't get anything done. Right. Well, they can't. They literally institutionally cannot get anything done because of this stupid filibuster rule. And we right. just got rid of it, including Joe Manchin. Uh, they, they got rid of the, this filibuster for Mike Lee's bill uh, thing right. on, on COVID just, just this last couple of weeks ago. So they can do it if they want to. Even Joe Manchin signed off on that. They really want to get rid of the filibuster. They can do it. No problem. So um, it is a fundamental flaw in our democracy. Everything having to do with the Senate and everything having to do with the Electoral College are fundamental flaws in our democracy. And the filibuster isn't even in the freaking Constitution. That's the thing that that's the other stuff. Okay, you know, the founding fathers had their reasons. It didn't really hold up over time, but we're stuck with it because it's constitutional. The filibuster right. isn't even that. That's right. what's so frustrating. Um, I'm not going to walk you off that ledge. But but I I think this is a good conversation because what it does is it it prepares us for the counter arguments. You're right. Even some Democrats say today, well, what happens when we're in the minority? And and it has to we have to use it as a stopgap. I I think the difference now, I I think that's why we've reached this critical moment in history where it's no longer viable because it is being used literally to ensure Democrats will never get the majority again, to suppress the vote so Democrats can't win. So in other words, it's like arguing, well, we need this stopgap for when we certainly become the minority that they have legislated into being because of the filibuster. It, it, so it's it's kind of a, a circular thing. Um, and that's what's and wrong with it. it. I mean, Mitch McConnell will get rid of it the second he needs to. I mean, are That's we right. really going to pretend that Republicans are right. going to honor the filibuster in perpetuity? Come on. Um, so, you know, Marcos, that to me makes the 2022 picture look bleak. And, and in answering that, too, consider, seems to me the, and you and I talk about the consultant class and Democratic strategy. It seems to me that 2022 Democrats really want to run on January 6th almost exclusively. And I don't think I hope I'm wrong about that, but I don't think that's an answer either. I, I don't think just running on January 6th gets you keeps you in the majority on top of not getting voting rights done. Um, I don't know. But yeah, what, I don't what, what do you think about that? that? So I, I thought what what Joe Biden did in his January 6th speech, he, he focused obviously on Donald Trump and the Republican insurrection. More MIP after this message. I don't think he's 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 making that the case the as in all capital boldface the case. But one of the problems that Democrats have had is that that Biden hasn't really identified an enemy, and so I think it's starting to clarify that there is an enemy. Mm-hmm. And then once you have that enemy, and you you know he talked about it in the context of the insurrection, great. Then if they oppose Build Back Better, if they oppose voting rights law, if they oppose DC statehood, like you have this rhetorical framework upon which to like say it's because of this enemy. And Democrats historically, I mean, Barack Obama was famous with this, refused to, to 
to speak about an enemy, right? It was always so, kumbaya, we're all gonna come together. There's no blue America, no red America. Right. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. And Republicans <laughs> have no problem clarifying that enemy. And we as, as Democrats don't like to do so, right? Because it's it's uncouth. Right. And But uh, Joe Biden, I think, took a step in that direction saying, so I, at first I was like, is he just trying to rally people that are frustrated about the insurrection? And, uh, and yeah, there's part of that. Um, when you look at Joe Biden's approval ratings and you go, okay, he's dropped so much. In our polling and civics polling, um, his approval ratings amongst Democrats were 92% after the election. They're about 74% approval ratings today. So mm. a big chunk of that is just base. He needs to bring these people back. Mm. And I'm sure a lot of that is he won't forgive student debt. I mean, that's like a gimme. I don't understand why that's even still hasn't happened. Um, a lot of it has been just a whole nine months of arguing with Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema, And people are freaking tired of it, right? So I think part of it is saying like, okay, you know what? Let's, let's, let's start refocusing back on the real enemy, which is the Republican Party, as opposed to we can't get our shit together because we have two assholes in our, in our caucus that are literally standing in the way of what the polling says America wants, what the party says they want, what everybody except for the Ted Cruz's of the Republican Party refused to, to make happen. And, and um, so we got to get away from the infighting. At some point, there, there's a moment here where you got to vote on, on the voting rights. You got to vote on Build Back Better. If they fail, they fail. You had a vote. You can point to Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema and say it was them and the Republicans. And then just start working on on making a case for for uh, this November elections, while um, while confirming as many judges as you can, because that's the other game. That's the only thing Mitch McConnell did, right? When he was in Medina right. trying to pass any legislation, he just he just worked to to fill the, the federal judiciary. And so we have an opportunity now. There's there's gaps everywhere. There's there's huge opportunities. Even some Republican judges have 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 quit. Weirdly enough, uh, maybe they didn't want to replace by they want to be replaced by Trump style uh, judges in scare quotes. Um, but if that's the only thing that they can do for the rest of this year, then that's going to be the rest of the year, because there's a very real opportunity that we're not going to have the Senate next year. And everything grinds to a halt. Literally, everything's going to grind to a halt. So if we can't get Build Back Better, if we can't get voting rights, it's horrible. There's enough accomplishment in the last year that I think they can make a plausible case to run on. It's not the best situation, but we just can't continue fighting internally as we get closer. That's what happened in 2010, and we got absolutely crushed. And the gerrymanders we're dealing with today came, mm -hmm. they first happened in 2010 after Obama let Republicans and Democrats, like let Democrats, Max Baucus and Joe Lieberman and, and Bill Nelson just drag out the Affordable Care Act negotiations well into that election year, and it killed us. We can't do that this year. That That's the second time we talked recently where you brought up Max Baucus, and that's just, a, again, that's just a visual that I can do without uh, <laughs> Max was, Max was a mess. He was a total mess. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to X him out of my memory. Now, there was a lot more of those back then, though. <laughs> 
I mean, I could probably. Were, you're right. Like, you're right. Because it's Blanche, uh, Blanche Lincoln, Mary Landrieu, oh, God. Ooh, uh, God. Claire McCaskill. I mean, there's all these conservatives. Now, there's only two left. And unfortunately, Definitely. they are the majority. And so in the ideal world, we have a chance this year of getting a two-seat majority in the Senate. Even better. But there's a chance. And if we were to do that, all of these Democrats running right now, all the, all the front-runner Democrats in these states have all argued for eliminating the filibuster. It's a game changer. That happens. D.C. statehood, all those things happen. Problem is, we have to turn out at levels that aren't usually historically, um, that don't happen historically in those midterm elections after a first-term president. It's just history is against us. But they're nominating the Herschel Walkers of, of the Republican Party. They Trump is running all over the place, making himself an issue. So it's not so much a referendum on Joe Biden as it is a referendum on Joe Biden or Donald Trump. That gives us right. a fighting chance. And redistricting wasn't as bad as, as we feared it was going to be. Um, it looks like it'll either be a wash or we might have a sm small advantage. Doesn't mean that gerrymandering didn't happen. Just means that Republicans shored up their districts to make sure that we couldn't make gains in a Democratic year, as opposed to winning a majority via drawing maps. If that makes sense. They could have drawn more aggressive maps and basically gotten a majority just by drawing favorable lines. Instead of what they did is they made their incumbents safer. So that gives us a fighting chance. If we can hold our ground, we can hold the Senate, we can hold the House, uh, we can gain a few seats in the Senate. Um, we actually have a fighting chance. But Joe Biden has to, part of it is starting to point the finger at the enemy is remind right. people who the real enemy is. That's Donald Trump. So January 6th is important. Not just January 6th, the event, but the malicious, the gun, you know, the gun crazies, you know, Donald Trump, his effort at the coup. Those are the stakes. That's going to be an important part of the, of the, of the conversation. Uh, then you got to do things like forgive student debt. Like it just, it has to happen. It's right. not, it's, this is not debatable. It has to happen. So, um, you know, if you were, if I was to take a guess, right, history is, is strong on this. It's going to be a rough year for us, but we actually have a fighting chance and, and we need to, we need to do everything we can to win a couple seats in the Senate so that we can make Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema irrelevant. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It's just getting, as you said, getting motivated to do that. And, and speaking of student Ooh. debt, that's something Biden could do with a stroke, with a stroke of a pen, right? Yeah, and what's really frustrating is that there was there was a moment after the election, everybody was so excited, including young people. That would have been the time to do it, right? Just to build yeah. on that base of support. If he does it today, these young um, activists, they wouldn't celebrate it. They'd just be like, oh, finally, right? Yeah. It'd be yeah. relief, which is not really what we're going for here. What we're going for is to get people revved up and make them feel like their vote and work mattered. Yeah. And exasperated relief does not make people feel valued and rewarded. Um, and so it, it's the opportunity to maximize the political benefit of forgiving student debt has already passed. It, it is what it is, but we can still salvage something by, by doing it anyway. Um, no, that's a, that's a good point. 
But something as you said, Marcos, uh, before we go, that I think was was also important. Maybe you we started this out saying that the, the criticism of Biden is unfair, and if that's true, you, you said later would make may, maybe the answer ought to be just put stuff on the floor, let the record show who voted no, even amongst the Democrats. I mean, I, I, when I heard you say that, I said, now if I was Biden, that's what I do. So uh, uh, I ain't taking this heat. Y'all take it to the floor, and even if it loses. People can be very clear and see transparently who are the people preventing this. That's that's my takeaway from what you're saying. Yeah, that's what they're going to do. I mean, that's what Chuck Schumer claims he's going to do. Here's the problem, though. And they got to do this anyway. You're right. But the problem is Manchin and Cinema are going to vote yes on voting rights. They're going to vote yes, probably, on uh, Build Back Better. The problem is... They're not going to vote yes on eliminating the filibuster. So right. all the no votes are still going to come from the Republicans. And then they're going to look right. like, well, we, we, we tried. We voted yes. No, you didn't vote yes. You didn't make the yeah. vote that actually mattered, the decision that actually mattered. So they're still going to hide behind this BS Senate procedure that makes no logical sense. And people don't eat. Literally, as Paul said, people didn't believe it was real. They thought it was a fake thing because they couldn't fathom why we do have something this stupid in a democracy. <laughs> And so um, that that's sort of the challenge. But yeah, you got to put it on the floor. Actually, I don't even know if Trump, uh, if Biden, sorry, if Manchin would vote for vote back better. I mean, he's that might not even happen. But at least with the with the voting rights, Manchin's going to vote. It's his bill. He'll vote yes. Cinema said she's going to vote yes. They just won't vote to make it a majority vote. That's the fundamental problem. Yeah, we'll vote. Take a vote on the vote that matters. Yeah. The Brief Weekly, folks, wherever you get your podcasts. Of course, follow Daily Coast if you haven't already, if you aren't already. Civics with a Q, some of the latest polling information. Um, you mentioned Biden is down amongst the base. That, yeah, that's, 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 a, that's a civics number? Yeah, that's a civics number. And that's public. You can go look on and you can you can sort by party, by, by age, by education status, by, right. um, by sex. So you can sort and see where things stand. And Trump, too. We had Donald Trump numbers, too. Donald Trump is not looking. And he's even worse. So the more he becomes an issue, the better it is for us. He's even more unpopular. Yeah, yeah. Even amongst his Mar base, interestingly enough, he's lost numbers with Republicans because he said he was backed and boosted. He's losing his own people. Even Insane. Trump is not Trumpy enough for some people now. Hmm. Wonder what that Which means. Is hilarious. <laughs> we still don't know yet. We still don't know yet whether he's gonna go out front and campaign for Republicans in the midterms. Oh no, still we still know he's through. already. He's already. He's got a rally. I think next week in Arizona. Uh, well, for or, some of them, I guess for some. Yeah. Of them. Oh no, he'll be out there. Like Trump's not gonna do. Of course, he's gonna be out there. It's his ego. He can't. He can't function otherwise. He he needs to be front and center. He's gonna make it a referendum about himself. When the smart play would be to shut up and leave it be in a referendum about Joe Biden. But he, he can't. He doesn't listen to people. He's going to do what he ego. thinks. Yeah, his ego's going to always win. Yeah. Thursday Coach, y'all. Marcos Melissa's The Brief. Download it wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe. Thank you, man. Thank you so much, everybody. Please stay safe. Catch you next stay week. Stay safe. And read, read yeah. what Marcos has been writing, the Vax Chronicles, too. Okay, read that if you want something even more sobering about what's going on out here and why you need to be real discerning 
when it comes to information and share with it. If all of us have loved ones who are kind of out there on this too. So read it, share with them. If, if you're so, you need to share with others. Just let folk know what's really going on. People are dying. I think some people still think that's not going to happen to me. But folks are checking out. All right, so please be careful. Marcos is right. Vax Chronicles too. Check it out. Coast.dailycoast.com. The Vax Chronicles. Thanks for getting woke and listening to Make It Plain. Please remember to listen, like, and wherever you get your podcasts, please give the show a five-star rating. And please do spread the word. Let's all continue to pray for each other during this pandemic and this police-demic. If all hearts and minds are clear, it has been made plain. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.